They say as humans we have been given the most valuable ability, the power of choice. As the need for uplifting energy is required more than ever, let's choose the power of giving and sharing as it resonates greater in today's world. Hi, my name is John Gcar and welcome to The Works. Mindset, self-awareness and personal growth and strive towards the ultimate goal of mastering ourselves thought-provoking ideas and inspirational ways of thinking with our thoughts we make the world we create our own reality let's take the responsibility to build and reinvent ourselves let's mindset engineer welcome to the works okay good evening folks my name is uh, johnny and welcome to another episode of the works podcast we have mr anthony dicaprio in the house tonight yo 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 <laughs> <laughs> that's a little bit gangster you know what i mean yeah, that's what i am so, yeah sure if you want to call yourself gangster no problem you're you're gangster of your own hood i'll say i'll put it that way okay <laughs> <laughs> so everybody wants to know who is anthony dicaprio tell me Anthony DiCaprio is quarantined. <laughs> like What's going on? What did you do? <laughs> um, who am I? God. I am someone with a fashion background. And I thrive off of that. I feel like that's pretty much my purpose. <laughs> that's your purpose. Purpose, that's who your... I am, um, claim to fame. Yeah, I think that's that's who I am. That's me. Good. Straight, simple, straight to the point. I love that. It's perfect. Totally. So basically today, okay, or earlier today, I uh, released this thing on my website. It's called The Meaningful Day. Okay. Mm. And basically, you know how there's a new trend going on, like, yeah, what's your routine? What's What do you do? Right. How do you plan out your yeah, yeah, day? Yeah. So my question to you is, how do you plan out your day? Like, what do you do? Like, you do push-ups in the morning? You, you, Are you we speaking drink orange juice? pre-quarantine or quarantine? No, both. Both? Okay. <laughs> I'm yeah, say, I'm it's all screwed up now. They're, both, they're not the same anymore. Um, pre-quarantine, I'm going to say my routine was, let's say, pretty basic-ish. Get up. Um, I start my day with a glass of water and apple cider, apple cider vinegar. Do you use a straw with that? No. You don't, So you don't protect the enamel of your teeth? I guess that's correct. You, <laughs> you didn't know about I'm, that one. I guess I'm fucking damaging it, yeah. <laughs> okay, so everybody's telling me, yeah, you got to use it. Because I do that too. Everybody's saying, yeah, you got to use a straw. It protects your teeth. And I'm but just you should like, see my shocked face right now because it's like, oh, I didn't know this. <laughs> I, 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 uh, yeah, so if, not for anything. So for everybody listening, uh, since we're in the state of where we at right now, right now we're doing a long distance social distancing podcast recording. So I'm at my house. Anthony is at his house. I think we're six feet away, right? I think so. Okay, good. So Actually, yeah, so that's we're why we're close. Here. If you think about it, we are. We are. Yeah. 
but I yeah. So going back to apple cider vinegar, I fucking gargle with that shit. Now mm. people are telling me you gotta protect your teeth, and here I'm fucking gargling with it. I mean, look, the reason why I do water and apple cider vinegar is because it cleanses me. I feel super. It's like I don't know. I just I feel really good when I have it every morning. So how about how about the the mentally the mental aspect of it? Um, I what do you started, do? You meditate? You yeah. think? You scream? Like what's 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 your routine? I used to be somebody who would wake up to the fucking last minute and would rush my life to get ready for work and get on my way to work, and it would ruin my day. I've tried to learn as I got older. Um, now I wake up a bit earlier. I have breakfast. I meditate ten minutes, and then I'm like, "Let's go." Then I'm getting myself ready, and I'm on my way to work to the office. Nice. So this is pre quarantine. <laughs> yeah. So now, what's what's the story? What now? It's been a struggle. It's um, it's hard to plan your days when you have, I would say, a little less to work with. Mm-hmm. One consisting, you don't have a, I don't have an office to go to, right? I'm mm-hmm. working from home, so my surroundings are always the same. Uh, I have periods that I have more work to do. I have periods that I have lesser work to do. So it comes and goes. It's harder. It's harder to create a routine. What I'm exactly. still trying to do is, I'm actually going to take the time to sleep. I'm getting much more sleep with all this happening right now, mm-hmm. um, which is something I've locked on for several several months so i'm just trying to sleep right right now trying to focus on trying to do different things throughout the day um i mean it's balanced nonetheless right exactly like, it's what all do creating you do? that balance. what did, what did you do pre-quarantine and now uh the only difference i noticed is i'm actually taking more time for myself wow. in in every way possible Okay, so as you know, I'm a type of person that um, I like to dig deep in everything. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so I love scratching at everything. So basically, like in the morning, I wake up, you know, I'll have my my green juice. I'll work out. Uh, I'll go out for a walk. Um, I'll come back. I'll stretch. I'll take my cold therapy shower, all that, all that fancy stuff where when I'm working, it's like, go, 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 go. And it's like, I'm taking half hour showers. I'm doing like two pushups and I leave cause I'm late. And, uh, but like, I'm taking more time. Like, um, like I'm reading a book on emotional intelligence, which I think is super important for people to know that shit. Who's the friend? Uh, I can't remember the title, but it's like super, super good book. I'm gonna right. put, uh, I'm gonna make sure to put the link of this book when I post this uh, episode. Yeah, I'm curious. I'm gonna look into it. It's super good. It's basically you know how to. It's very simple. How do you um, uh, manage yourself? Okay, and how do you manage your your emotions? And um so basically like in general in this book there's like four or not in the book but like in um emotional intelligence there's like four critical parts so one is like self-management right uh the other one is self-awareness uh the other one is social awareness and the last one is 
relationship management. Man, this so, is so like, important. Yeah, and it's like you know they 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 did a study that you could take the most intelligent person with the highest IQ. Yeah. Versus a person with the highest EQ, they call it, so emotional intelligence, mm-hmm. and uh, they they can't even compare. They can't even like stack up. Wow. That's how crazy it is. Is that the most successful people? They've done studies on this. That the most successful people are not necessarily the smartest or the people with the highest IQ. It's the people with the highest emotional intelligence, meaning, you know, they navigate through emotional situations or problems more efficiently with like their colleagues or coworkers or whatever. So and it's so and funny it's- that you mentioned this now because like look at what we're going through, right? Globally. And mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it's like you look back and everybody's biggest problem was I don't have time for me. I don't have time to do things for myself. Now we are given this time and we're going to face another problem is that we have the time and we don't even know how to do it. But that's the issue is I see so many, it's weird, but I see so many people, you know, social media, everybody's bombarding and like, I, there's not many people that I see doing like quality things with their time. Agreed. Agreed. Quality things. Like, okay, people are doing, like, the generic thing of, like, okay, I'm going to work out more because I have time, or I'm going to eat healthier. But you know what but this I is think... testing? This is testing everyone's mental health. You know, it's having... But that's, that's, that's the thing, and that's why, like, so many people are having issues because, like, and you know what bothers me? that People say, I'm bored. Holy fuck, like... How are you bored? Like, there's so many freaking things you could do. Is that the problem is, I think, what do you think about this? You know, like. Look, I'm going to tell you straight up. I'm that person who right now is saying I'm bored. But do you know why? Because when I'm not bored, my distractions are dependent on something or someone. I am going to work. There's an office to go to. I'm going to a coffee shop. I'm going out for a drink. I'm going for dinner. I'm going to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So now, yes, I can't believe I'm actually saying these words that I'm bored. <laughs> it 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 loses the significance to everything I've been trying to do, and I hate that. But you see, that's what's happening. It's testing my mental my mental health. You want to know why? I think I think this is the thing. Okay, is that the reason why people are bored is because you know, like in life, you have like well, I think every person has like two states right what i don't know i'm not a freaking doctor i don't know this stuff right but there's the physical aspect right and there's the mental aspect so people are are doing quality things physically which they're working out more they're going for walks uh they're jogging yeah uh, this is amazing what's happening they're, they're they're eating healthier they're taking the time to cook that's all perfect. That's physically. Yeah. But I think people, the reason why they're bored is they're not stimulating themselves mentally. 100%. I think that's where the, 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 boredom, the boredom kicks in, right? And it could be, I think it's the opposite too, is if somebody just like uh, is just there reading books all day for like 12 hours a day, 
Well, when they get up from that chair, they must feel like fucking shit. Yeah. Because they haven't moved all day. Because So it's like creating that balance, you know? Yeah, you just mentioned the word, which is exactly what I was about to say. I'm somebody who's, who strives to find balance on an everyday basis. And I'm going to say that I'm, I'm going to say I'm 80 to 90% successful at it. But now, yes, you're right. This is a major challenge we're having, having right now. Yeah. I totally, instance, I totally agree. Everyone's like, oh my God, you know, read, read eight books, watch your movies. I'm somebody who hates reading and hates watching Netflix. I'm stimulated by, by my creative work. I'm stimulated by my music. Yeah, there are ways I can go into that into depth, but even at that, it won't be well balanced. So yeah, I guess the, the um, it's going to be hard to find that balance, but I feel like that's... So, so, we were so how are you keeping... Yeah, so how are you keeping yourself um, stimulated on your creative side right now? Well, look, um, I'm in a hundred percent of my creativity is with my work, and I mean, this is being put to the side right now. Yes, I'm working from home, but there's only so much I can do with the tools that I have. Um, so mm-hmm. I have to find other ways of being creative. I have to touch on other aspects that I may have never touched before. Um, and that's what I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to make myself a list of like, okay, what haven't you done that you've always wanted to do? Okay. Um, are there new things you want to learn? Are there classes you want to take online? Like now's the time, you know? Yeah. You always, you have to, yeah, you have to, you have to dig, you have to scratch, man. You have to scratch and try to find. My biggest thing is I uh, hate what I'm hard on myself with is I hate quote unquote wasting time. Yes, absolutely. So that's I'm, the most. Let's say I wanna. That's a pet, that's a pet peeve of mine. <laughs> yeah, which is, it shouldn't be because it's gonna happen. Wasting time. I mean, there's gonna be something that happens in the day that you try something new and you're like, that was a waste of time. Yeah, but the point was that you tried and that you did it. Yeah, ex- exactly. It's all it's all how you perceive it, right? Yeah. Because always there's always something that comes out of it, right? Yeah. Totally. It's the ego, though, that's killing this all for all of us. Talk to me about your ego. <laughs> Do you want him to come on the line? Because uh, fuck. If you want to call him, go ahead. We're we're here waiting. Here I, I'm us. sure. He's here with I'm us. Sure, but I'm sure everybody would like to know that. <laughs> My ego is. My ego is something that's always gotten in the way of. Uh, myself and things I've wanted to accomplish and I'm going to say actually my version of my ego isn't what people think it is you know an ego doesn't necessarily have to be stuck up full of themselves or really your shit don't stink no my ego to me is also like my demon my demon you know like I am going to do something new I'm going to push myself I'm really excited about something my ego slash my demons will come in and be like "Ah, forget it you're never going to do well you might as well quit blah 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 that's how I look at my ego. My ego isn't necessarily positive. My ego, in fact, is actually negative because I'm very certain on almost everything I do. Is it is it because you are um, tough on yourself? Like you're very demanding on yourself? Is that the reason why? Not even. I'm not even demanding on myself. I know how much I can take on certain things, how much I can give. Um... I'm 
confident in myself and in my work and uh, in my friendships and my everything. But I say I'll say I battle a lot of my demons. That's my that's my struggle. That's the anti-capture so, ego. <laughs> okay, so here here's my thing now is that you know that this this whole thing like the 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 works podcast thing is to the objective is to bring the shit we necessarily don't want to talk about out and agreed put it, put it out there for people to listen, people to think about, people to start thinking about it or you know questioning themselves basically like thought provoking right agreed we're not we're not like specialists we're not the best no. in the world we don't know everything no but we're regular This people is... going through things right Ex exactly and that's that's the whole point of this so my question is is with your ego okay what is one thing that your ego got in the way of that today you look you look at that situation and you learned from it and like that was able like you were able to say pinpoint that was my ego right there i'm going to say almost anything and i let me explain to you um the reason why i don't ha carry a big ego is a big ego is because i'm a very vulnerable person someone who is not vulnerable someone who isn't willing to become vulnerable can put their ego aside i'm going to take my ego throw it outside and i'm and i have chosen to be vulnerable in everything my friendships my relationships uh, my work transparent the times that my ego has come into place is the second i've it, my ego has come into place and it's it's been strong enough to you know stop me from going after my dream and creating my own clothing line mm -hmm. because i wasn't willing to start from the bottom i wasn't willing to be vulnerable with it to uh, go through my faults, to, to, to fail. You, so that's, for that in particular, I would say like my clothing line. It's been, I'm gonna say it's a decade I've been trying to do this. A decade. A decade I've been trying to do okay. this. Started, never finished. Started again, never finished. Started, stopped, you name it. And so, all so let me ask you something. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Super straightforward question. When are you gonna do it? Oh well, it's currently in that in the making because in the past year is when I've said, Anthony, if you keep allowing your ego, your demons to get into the way, you'll never succeed at this. So as I as you as I become vulnerable in every other aspect of my life, I need to do the same with this. I need to say it's okay if I'm gonna fail at this. It's okay if I'm gonna have to, you know, start from the ground up. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, um, I think it's just about getting there mentally. You know, once you get there, oof, anything and everything is possible. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure it's not the uh, the talent that lacks. Because, I mean, I've seen your work, so it's not necessarily talent-wise. Thank you. It's just getting over that, that, uh, that uh, how do you call it? Like that hurdle, that, uh, that bump. It's yeah, like... yeah, exactly. So you, has it ever stopped? Like, what's stopped you from doing things? 
holy crap, where should I... Uh... Because I've seen you go through... <laughs> and No, sorry. I've seen you exploit many, um, many different creative fields and they don't really have one to do with the other. Yeah. Yet you've always done them. Uh, I'll stop you there. I've I've done them. The only thing is I haven't followed through. Okay. Okay. And for me, it's not the... It's not necessarily uh, a blockage. So basically, okay, well, whatever, you know, right? I went to school, engineering background. Then... Before I was, or while I was studying in school, I was DJing and creating music. Right. Okay, boom, that's one thing. Um, then uh, got into photography. I have a love for pictures and black and white pictures, right? Yeah. And I tried doing that as much as I can. Then, uh, I mean, like, what else? What else have I done? Well, that, like, I don't even done remember. All of that. To me, it's like, from engineering and DJing and photography, these are like, they don't necessarily correlate. They don't necessarily go hand in hand. And to no, me, you the, have been successful at them because you've always done them, regardless of following through or not. I've I've done them, but I haven't followed through. So one was the whole music thing, which is like, for me, music is like medicine, right? Yeah. For uh, so many people, music is medicine. The only problem is, is that... Music versus career-wise, yeah. like say engineering. This is exactly where I was going. Keep going. Two different, two different fields that were demanding in two different ways. So here you are being an engineer, where you have to be bright and early, present, uh, mentally focused, mentally sharp, uh, and basically on on the ball with everything that's going on. Whereas the music thing was nighttime work, no sleep, uh, staying up, creating music, staying up at parties late. And that was obviously at one point or another started affecting my so-called engineering career. So I had to make a logical decision and say fuck it i can't do this i can't do this anymore one's putting bread on my table for sure the other one i'm not sure even though it was like a passion so i got into the photography thing and again it was pretty much the same principle so for me it's not necessarily the ego part for me it's i overthink the whole logical thing comes in. It's I start doing pros and cons, pros and cons, pros and cons. I get percentages up. My 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 engineering background comes up, and I start doing like fucking charts and spreadsheets and what's what's beneficial for me, what's not. And I'm f- doing calculus formulas to say, okay, what's the probability of me succeeding in this? Or if I get, I drive myself nuts, so I just make a logical decision and say, oh, this is what it is. Can I ask something? Sure. Has it been, is sometimes the money, the salary that will stop you or not push you to go forward? For instance, your engineering, your actual career, your actual job, this is what pays mm-hmm. the bills, this, this has a salary attached to it. The other 
is fueled by passion, just as just as good as it, just as good at it, but there's no dollar sign attached to it yet. That is the problem. Yeah. That's the problem. It's because engi- my engineering is also a freaking passion. Yeah. That's the problem. So all of them are passions, and I find myself always going back. So, yes, the engineering is is there. This is what I do for a living. I manage projects, um, and but I'll I'll always go back to the music. I'll always go back to photography. I still take pictures, yeah, like, but I just don't put forty hours or 50 hours a week on Agreed. it to whereas the biggest emphasis in it. my job I'm putting 60 hours a week on it yeah. you know so where does the time go that's the only thing so either that's the problem I have my problem is I have too many passions I want to do too many things um, and now with this whole uh, with this whole quarantine thing. the world podcasting is like trying to blend everything together and say okay well now my new thing is where it's not a new thing but i always enjoyed digging deep into people's minds it's super interesting especially right? at How a time where think? in this decade where this decade the one prior as well conversations have been our biggest source of healing our biggest source yeah. of everything and I find people are more fueled by that than anything else right now. For sure. It's like, for me, like the two things that like I always go to now are, well, two of my favorite uh, podcasts slash shows, if you want to call it, because two, two people it's, and these guys like I, I London real. Okay. And impact theory. Okay. Those are the two that like they just like you watch them and they they're so interesting they 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 dive in so deep and so that's that's kind of like I won't lie that's the direction I'm going in I don't want to be them because they have their own style uh, they have their own ways they've been around the game so many times but they just it's just so captivating what what they do the questions they ask how deep they go and it's fascinating it's super interesting. So anyways, these are conversations that we're not necessarily having on the daily and even in our circle of uh, friends family whatever so to see these types of conversations being had it's, it's amazing so it's like you kind of want to recreate the same thing like look at you and i we'll speak about all kinds of different things but you know, it's nice to touch on different subjects. You have to. Yeah. You have to. It to me keeps you. Um, it keeps you engaged in in everything, yeah, it's, right? It's so, so here's another uh, another domain. question for you. In your domain, yeah. Okay. There's um, somebody that gets hired in your company. Because uh, these, uh, the reason why I'm asking this, because there's a lot of these things I get asked, right? And this is where I'm gearing with all yeah. of this. Somebody gets hired to work under you. Okay. It's a new person in fashion, just graduated. Uh-huh. Um, they're coming into the work field. 
their first job, um, they come to work for you. So they're either your assistant, they're part of your team, you're managing them. Okay. Three qualities that you look for in people that you think it in that you would need for your team. Respect is the number one thing in life for me. It speaks volumes on everybody's part and especially as somebody somebody who's new on the workforce or in this industry is have respect to everybody around you, their word, their voice. Um, a good listener slash someone who's willing to learn. You need to be a sponge. You need to be a sponge and you need to soak up everything. That was the best advice that was ever given to me when I was graduating a decade ago somewhere is someone told me, Anthony, whatever is thrown at you, please retain it. Remember the hell out of it. So I would ask mm -hmm. for that on their part as well. Um, and honestly, tardiness, like being on time and giving in the hours is going to speak volumes and it will advance you. Okay, so let me ask you about the, the, the last one because the first two, I totally agree with right. you. The last one. Tell me. Okay, because this is a whole <laughs> this is a whole thing. Okay. Giving in the hours. Everybody fucking complains about overtime <sighs> or overworked. Okay. What, what do you think about that? I'll, I'll give you my opinion after on overworked, overtime, all that fancy fun stuff that everybody loves yeah you want to know what why people are struggling with it why is it such a huge topic of discussion in the workforce today everybody talks about being overworked everybody talks about long hours everybody talks about overtime everybody talk like look I what's think, the deal I think everybody has their own um, own personal situation in their industries. That's a given. Each company works a different way. Uh, each, you're dealing with companies who work a certain way, and now you're dealing with characters and personalities. You know, some people are good with a nine to five, and that's actually really good if they're good with that. Others aren't. Others are. Doesn't mean they are better. Let's get this clear. Doesn't mean the person who wants to do more is better. You know, I just find. In this day and age, there is a lot of complaining about all this. And I say, I say this with everything. The second you start complaining about something too much, a friend, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, uh, a colleague, yo, you need to, you need to change your perspective. You need to attack it differently. Everyone's complaining about being overworked. Are you really? It could be, you know, but if you're complaining about something, you have to change the narrative, change the damn narrative. I got to the peak of a certain title, a certain position in, in design, in the design world when I was designing. I got to the highest of, one of the highest of positions and I was not motivated. I was, didn't take it seriously. I was doing my nine to five. That for me, the second I started doing a nine to five, you've lost me. The second I 
this is my character. The second I start giving in more earlier, I go into work earlier, I'm more on the go, I'm finishing later. That's because I'm passionate about it. I'm not complaining about it then. I'm willing to do the work. That's what, what it comes down to for me. Was it was it because your nine to five was boring? It wasn't challenging enough for you? It comes down to stimulation. <laughs> mm-hmm. So here's so here's my so going sorry just going back to on... that on every what what we're facing right now the topic everyone's talking about being overworked and people not agreeing with overtime and this and that. If you're extremely fueled and if you're extremely fueled and passionate about it, you're not even looking at the time. It's not the case for everybody, you know. Sure, I agree. I I I somewhat agree with that, but yeah. There's two things, right? There's work, work-life balance, yeah. which is super important, and I think that's what's um, uh, hurting a lot of people. Yeah. And I think sometimes the work-life balance, okay, it's not your job necessarily screwing that up. Oh, certainly not. I think it's yourself screwing it up. It's yourself. It's the people you because, work with. It's, uh, there's a lot involved in that. Because I had a mentor a long time ago, right? Okay. This guy was engineer just like me. Uh, he was close to retirement. He was about 60, mid-60s or something. This guy was like a walking the walking book of knowledge of construction and management. This guy knew everything. And on top of it, he was an ex-army guy, uh, got brought up very strict, very uh, religious background, um, super interesting guy. And this guy told me on the first day, on the first day of, of my job with him and I was working directly under him. So here's a young, uh, here's a young engineer coming in, working under an almost retired engineer with like, you know, army background, very strict, blah, 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 all that. And the first thing he told me was Johnny, I don't care when you come in. I don't care uh, how many hours you work. He goes, but get the work done. two things, two things. One, get your shit done, yeah. which means, you know, on time, be professional, just get it done. And the other thing he told me is if you are incapable of fulfilling your duties as a worker or an employee here in an eight hour day, yeah. You need to look at yourself in the mirror because you're not working efficiently enough. Insane. But wow, that's so powerful. So, and I looked at him and I was like, okay. Like, I'm like, this is pretty chill, right? Okay, this is freaking chill. What he's basically telling you is that he's not going to micromanage you. He's basically telling you, Mm -hmm. I expect the work done. But that to me speaks volumes that people aren't given that. Yeah, and this this guy, like I didn't know, he was managing projects all over the world, Canada, USA, 
the Caribbeans, in Europe. This guy was like everywhere. And this guy had so much work on his table, which I only came to find out like because we got really close, right? And working side by side that I was like, how the hell does this guy do this? And this guy was coming in, was working his days. He did not, not that he didn't waste any time. He was so efficient on where he put his energy and how he put his energy into something. It's and and now like I've after like four years of being under this guy. Now when I go out and work and I see people working and I'm like, okay, do you understand if you don't do it right the first time, you'll be doing it two, three, four times. Mm -hmm. And if you do it two, three, four times, well, you just added two hours to your work. Oh my God. Yes. But, but that comes from, that comes from managing yourself. That comes from having the respect from your manager to manage you a certain way like that. Like, Yeah. If you're always gonna how, be, uh, if he was always gonna be on your case, you would have gotten nothing done. Yeah, exactly. That you exactly that you've been respected, and told that you can attack this however you want as long as it's done changes everything. Yep, for sure. It gives you the responsibility. Like if you're if you're doing well, it's on you. And if you're fucking up, well, guess what? It's on you too. Hundred percent. So, you you figure it out, right? Hundred percent. So, hmm. interesting conversations. I didn't see it going that way, but it did. Same, same. <laughs> You've made my uh, quarantine all that better. <laughs> so, let me ask you another another thing that I'm always asking is. What what topics do you think people are interested in? You know, like what what do you think? Like obviously, you know, health and fitness. Everybody wants to look good. Everybody wants to feel good. Everybody wants to eat. Bro. What what else? Like I don't even think it's what a else interests topic. you. I don't think it's a certain topic. I think even for myself, I don't think it's a certain topic that interests me. I want to hear the majority of people want to hear someone else speak and say, "Oh, but me too." Oh, me too, I'm like that. Oh, me too, I need to do this. Regardless of the actual topic, health, fitness, relationship, uh, you name it, things need to feel re- relatable. Exactly. You need to relate, yeah, right? To relate. Okay, good. You know, um, I was watching, have you watched 100 Humans on Netflix? No, but you told me about it. You told me about I watched uh one and a half episode i fell asleep and then i never went back <laughs> Johnny, to it i urge you and everybody to watch this watch a hundred all i remember they were like they had like groups of people a hundred doing sit-ups or squats the and... purpose of the show is to have a hundred humans ranging from your 20s to your late 60s of different ages ethnicities sexual orientations you name it and to basically study them study how human works and I'm sorry I was talking about this I have to mention this this is crazy to me there is a woman coming in she's a speaker so she's a woman walking into a room there's audience number one 
audience number one is mixed, correct? She is a fitness instructor. Oh. It's fake. She's an actress. She's a fitness instructor. Okay. And she is British. So she's going to speak for 10 minutes to this audience, to this group of people about fitness for 10 minutes. And at the end of it, the host is going to ask the audience, what did you think? You know, like, give us your thoughts. That's group mm-hmm. one. With another group, they're going to take the exact same woman, same title, same speech. She's not going to have a American accent. So she's going to be delivering the same thing, but to a different group of people. And same thing would happen. And then the third one, third audience, and the same person delivering the same speech, same topic in a different tone is, um, if I'm not mistaken, is somebody from the States, but with like a Louisiana accent from North Carolina. Okay, like down, a down south accent. Correct. Okay. It is astonishing to me how the person is the same person, different accent, delivering the same uh, speech, same storyline, has a different impact and a different vision from these people. The British woman, the it, British accent, got the best reviews, that she was powerful and uplifting, and they felt motivated. The American, the regular American accent was so-so, it was okay. And the last one, they didn't believe her. <laughs> they didn't believe her. They, she thought that she was stuck up and her delivery wasn't the best and she was boring. It's incredible how humans so, study each so other. So it's all about like, per, it's all about perception. Yeah, perception and how we react to human society. It's nuts. It's nuts. I really urge you to watch this. Hmm. It's somewhat off topic to what we were saying, but no, but it's interesting. It's an interesting. It uh, really, really is. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to think about what, what might cause that. It's all about, I guess, perception or being, how you present yourself, how you communicate about communication. Right? Communication is, to me, is one of the biggest freaking problems in the world. Right. Nobody knows how to communicate, but it's not only communicate because communicate also, nobody knows how to listen. That's the problem. People don't know how to deliver. You know, you have to be Mm -hmm. conscious of what you're saying, how you're saying it, who you're saying it to. You know, I come from a marketing background. So like, I'm always going to be conscious too. And what are you saying? Choose your words because you have to be very conscious of who you're delivering it to. And then the message will get across properly. But this imagine this exercise was done on accents <laughs> how the it's crazy but it yeah it's also i'm very big on on uh, digging in and leadership right. right leadership is super important and um you know there's like a, a quote that basically says um I can't I can't remember it word for word, but I actually posted it on my Instagram the other right. day. So if ever you're interested, you guys know Gcar Works Instagram. Go see it. Anthony, by the way, what's yes, yours? My Instagram. Tell people where to go fucking find you, man. <laughs> so basic. It's Anthony DiCaprio. You guys can find me on Instagram. <laughs> so you see how my mind just goes like in like a, an octopus. It just goes Same, everywhere. But that's you and I. Anyway, so anything and everything all the time. So leadership to me, leadership, okay, is um, it's super important. It's all the way like you you communicate. It's as simple as that. And um, 
there's one way or one person the way they the way they see it is that leadership is not domination but it's the art of persuading people to work towards a common goal genius okay so basically leadership is not uh you're gonna go in and every person you encounter it's like remember you were saying before how you deliver the problem is or not it's not a problem but what people have to pay attention to is also it's who you're delivering to of course because the way you're gonna the way you're speaking to me is not necessarily the way you're gonna speak to the president of your company going back to what happened in that exercise Right. What I'm going to tell you, and if I tell it to somebody else, my delivery, it could be the exact same words, the exact same message, but my delivery has to change. Yeah, for sure. 100%. For sure, because like, is it because the British accent is a bit more cleaner and more crisp and more professional that the persuasion doesn't need to be that much yeah. more than the typical English accent? Yeah, I don't know. I guess. To me, it's fascinating. It's extremely Hmm. fascinating. And leadership goes back to what's happening. It's like, you know, if you're managed with with great leadership, without micromanaging, with in giving trust into your employer, your employer is then going to go above and beyond for you. But if you don't install those rules and that uh, ideology then no, the person will feel overworked. The person will feel like they need to do their nine to five and that's sufficient. Goes back to that too. That's, mm. you know, right before- I agree. Right before going, um, being at Rutsack, I was working for a company I was designing and my manager was very uh, dictatorial. Like he had to dictate everything. Uh, it was too mm-hmm. aggressive. Even with all my experience, it still, it doesn't, it doesn't persuade me to want to do better, to, to be better. No, it's, it's an attack. It's a form of aggression. Change the tone. Of course. Change the tone, change the message, change, how, change the delivery of the message. Oh, we, amazing things could have happened. But, you know, we have to be conscious of this. Not, that's the, that's the thing. And there's a good guy that, that again was on um, impact theory and um, obviously he's a super good, super huge author. I read a few of his books. It's called John Maxwell. Basically this guy is like known as like the kingpin of leadership and he differentiates a leader versus a manager. Right? Super. It's, it's, it's super simple, like the way he explains it, it's super simple to see the difference between a manager is gonna, um, what's the word I'm looking for, is gonna... Uh, motivate? Holy crap. No, 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 wait a minute. I'm having a freaking blank right here. What the hell is going on? <laughs> a manager is gonna is gonna distribute workload to people, okay. right? So he's going to have his team and he's going to say, okay, you're doing this, you're doing that, you're doing this. Whereas a leader will actually get involved in, okay, 
will get involved and look at is, okay, this is what we have to do. How the hell are we going to do it? What do you think? He's getting involved. He's not just throwing the ball there and say, go ahead, let me know how it goes, right? Maybe. That's the difference. And that, so you're a leader or a manager? Leader, yeah. 100%. I've never, ever, first of all, no one is successful on their own. It takes a team to be successful in every aspect. <laughs> your job, your relationship, everything. You cannot be successful. Absolutely. You cannot, you cannot be successful without the uh, the work and the impact from others. So, yeah, I'm a leader because I'm willing to get my hands dirty. I'm willing to do A to Z, anything and everything. Because at the end of the day, it has to get done. So why not do it together as opposed to, oh, I'll stick to what I do and you'll do the rest. No, that's you're not going anywhere like that. Hmm. So let me ask you this. What's, what is success to you? What is success? Success to me, success can be anything. Success can be anything as long as it's derived by happiness. It's derived by uh, respect and self-love. Like, I'm successful in my work if I am happy, if I show up, if I give it my all. If I leave at the end of the day and be like, that was a heck of a day, tomorrow's going to be even crazier. But that, to me, each day can be successful like that. That's success. Success is its actually so simple. Success is not by reaching the, you know, $100,000 salary. Success is not by uh, going out six times a week. No, it's not. Success is really, like, I don't know, it's always been simple like that in my mind. I think we're constantly, we're, we're making things complicated for nothing. The the new age, the new kids on the block are making it complicated. But even, new kids on the block, but even the old kids on the block, like, and because of social media, social media, social media is now defining what's successful. Are you kidding me? I I oh now, boy, so now 30... you so now you you open you, know you open up the floodgates <laughs> now, right? Yes, yeah, okay. true though. Social media. My other pet peeve. Go ahead. <laughs> if it wasn't for work and trying to create um, new relationships with uh, friends in the industry, I would not have this. No way. I'm already but someone who's not influenced by people because I got my own story. I do my own thing. I look my own way. I'm good with that. But you mean tell me now, a 32-year-old man has to wake up and look at other people and be like, mm, I wish I looked like that, or I wish I did that, or that's fun, That's that person's living their life. Are you kidding me? <laughs> but see, social media is, to me, is a super good tool. It can be. Super. It, it's super, but you have to use it properly. You know what I mean? Like, like you said, like connecting with people in your industry, it's probably the single best way to, it's to so do it. Right? It's the most... Right. Problem is, is that so many people, again, it comes back to what comes back to what we're talking about before wasting time. Yeah. People waste too much time on that. They're not, they're not effective anymore. I even do. I waste too much time on it. And I'm, I'm, I'm convinced that social media creates like attention span problems. 
because it's like you know the way the way I see it is like you know you're you're scrolling and you see a happy post then then you scroll oh a sad post oh you scroll oh my god this is messed up yeah. post oh my god this is a funny post oh my god back to sad and it's like and then, you're scrolling and, then and like your emotions by mean hello ex you're 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 sending your emotions everywhere within a span of like 15 freaking seconds and like okay so at the end of the day that you turn off your phone and it's like okay you're the you haven't even absorbed the emotions you felt yet or paid attention to it and already on to the next and already on to the next and it's like what are we constantly looking for we're constantly looking to see what others are doing. We're constantly looking to see what we can do different or better. We're constantly looking for validation. Do did I get the likes? Do I like the comments? Oh my god, this person didn't do that. Like, it's it can be extremely, extremely negative. I I use social media to learn. I don't know. Fuck, am I the only no, retard you're that's doing this? Smart like, I'm doing that. like, extremely smart. It's like it for me. It's like who. Or which post can I find that will bring me to someone that's doing something that's interesting, that's going to make me learn something or teach me something or discover something. It's like, who's this person? I don't, I don't even care where, who they are, what their name is. It's like this guy or this girl is doing something different and I'm learning from them. Like, okay, I saw the, the other day, right? I'm just scrolling. Uh, there's this dude that's called holy crap Edo Edo something. Let, let me wait. I need to I need to find I this know. guy because I want I want to like I want to mention his name is Edo. Okay, so this guy's Instagram is Edo Portal. Okay. And he's a movement education and practice dude. And he's trained like so many people. And this guy, his, his, his way of like, the way he, he moves his body is, it's like, I, I, noticed, I, I never heard of this guy. And this guy's like at over half a million followers. Wow. I don't even know where he's from. But just this guy's like, He's training like guys like Conor McGregor and like fighters, and it's all about movement and moving the body, and it's like something totally different than the regular. Oh, let's do squats to make my booty big, right? It's completely different than that, and it's just freaking genius. And it made me see a completely other side of what this guy's doing for like health fitness and mind and body control and it's like completely like he's the other it, he's spectrum using it for the right reasons he's using it to uplift and to create uh, a, a good buzz in the world like that's fantastic yeah, yeah. i'm telling yeah. you super remove, interesting remove the number of likes on on instagram let's use instagram remove the number of likes and remove the number of people that are following, it will change everything. <laughs> it will change how you post. It will change. It will even change you how you even may look at a photo. Well, yeah, for sure. Because now I probably people 
supposed to get likes and to get followers. Yeah, maybe maybe I should look into that. Maybe that's why I don't have many followers or likes. Because <laughs> I don't give a shit. Way. Keep it that way. But you know, even, even with the comments, that, remove the comments, everything changes. We're, we're, in a, we're living in a society where we're trying to stop uh, cyberbullying and self-confidence issues. Well, remove those things and you're off to a fantastic start. Remove the comment section. Yeah, remove the okay. comment section on YouTube. Remove the comment section on Instagram. Like, you can change wonders. So you're gonna email them tomorrow and ask if it's possible for them to do it. Do you think they're gonna I'll listen to it. us? Or no way. You know I will. <laughs> You'll do it for for society, yeah. for the world. I'll be like, delete this immediately. Thanks. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> so, last okay. question but not least, okay? Um, actually, I don't know. I have a few, but I'm going to ask you this one, right? Where do you see yourself in 10 years from now? In 10 years? In 10 years, I'd like to say I see myself... Um, continually, continuously working for, for Rattac, which is where I'm at, and to really have... really have been in the middle of my clothing brand. I have so much okay. I have so much creativity that I want to show and share and make people relate with that so, that's the that's the ultimate goal for me. So that's your that's your purpose. You wanna share and showcase yeah your creativity not everything has to be done in a uh, materialistic way creativity and fashion can still be done mm-hmm. to motivate to uplift to uh, gather people together like I feel like that's the purpose awesome. and I feel like with what that's we're going uh... on in the world right now a lot will change a lot will change we have to be conscious I agree in my field Yo, fashion needed this long ago long ago we needed to realize that we were overproducing over polluting like what's happening now is a, 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 there's a whole yeah. shift right there's a it's whole a cry, shift going it's on a cry for cleanliness cleanliness has to do with pollution pollution has to do with how much water we're wasting on clothing uh you know whether we like it or not if we want this planet to exist you know <laughs> We have to take care of it, which means we have to be nice to it. We have to be kind to it. We can't pollute it. We have to go plant-based at some point. You know, we grew up, you and myself were ethnic, and we grew up in a very Italian uh, household our whole age, our whole life. But, you know, we don't eat the same way our grandparents ate. We don't grow things the same way. No, that's we for don't sure. grow things the same way. That's we don't take care we don't of things grow, the same way. We don't grow things, period. Oh, period. <laughs> we don't grow things, period. We yeah. just buy. <laughs> and I think we have a long way to go, but I think we could do it. I just think we have to constantly be in conversation and constantly be talking about these things. Nice. You want like to see that. yourself in you. Where do I yeah. see myself? Holy crap. I don't even see 
know where I see myself in 10 minutes from now because my my because I I my brain is everywhere like I want to do everything like I don't know same same in 10 minutes from now I'll probably be reading a book 10 minutes later I'll probably be listening to music or creating music and uh maybe I'll be eating but uh in in um no in in 10 years from now probably um continuing what I'm doing in my field but uh, most importantly trying to trying to help the uh, the new wave of people coming into let's say my industry which is construction engineering management and um, it's just because that it's what I see it's like it's so difficult being some sort of project manager in the construction industry if you don't know how to manage yourself okay and i see so many people in the industry trying to manage like large groups of people and they don't even have their their themselves in control and look, you could still do a fantastic job. I'm not going to like remove credit from anybody because I've worked with so many genius right. people. But I think especially like you said, like with things changing and a lot of things going on at the same timeline, like the people that are now going to be like in charge of things, man, they have to be connected on all aspects and more importantly, they have to be connected with themselves, spiritually, mentally, all that before actually going out and managing people. Because at the end of the day, you're just going to be end up being uh, the typical manager that delegates right. work. This is exciting. And though, I right? think because that's it looks like there's so much work to do, but it's good work to do. It's it's continuous, man. Continuous, like continuous. Uh, like I said, like with the men, the mentor I had, like we used to have uh, weekly meetings, and it used to be called continuous improvement. Okay. And it was like about everything. How do you do your job? How the project that we're working on is going, and it's like continuous improvement, like. How could you improve this? How could you improve that? How could you improve your communication? What was the scenario? What could you have done differently? How did you communicate this? Or how did it's you handle this? To or talk about that right away. You know? And it needs to be, the, needs to be talking about. But on a weekly basis, one-on-one, -on -one, and I think that's what people need to start doing, right. like, especially people higher-ups and people coming in. It's like, Look, you have to you have to realize your you have to improve on yourself and your work, and you have to be held accountable for it. Period. That's it. That's all. That's the way I see it. Amazing. I won't check up Anyways, on you in ten years. I'll check up on you in ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably be eating Same. something. I think I'm getting kind of hungry. Summer, but... <laughs> summer twenty body is cancelled. That's all I can say. Great. So. Once again, please let uh, people know where to find you. you find me at um, it's Anthony DiCaprio on Instagram. 
perfect. And then once you follow Anthony, you could come and see me. You don't need to follow me because nobody follows me. It's all good. <laughs> but keep, keep it that way. But just come and check it out because I'm going to be posting some cool Amazing. shit. Uh, G-Car yeah. works. G-Car works. So thank you very much for this lovely conversation. We're going to have more and more thank coming you, soon. Um, and that's it. We'll see you have later. Later.